Hello, adventurer, and welcome to the Skyrim Book Club, the on-the-go solution for the busy adventure in Tamriel's coldest, far-reaching province. Let us collect the literature and lore of this great province for you and put it into a portable package so that you never have to stop fighting dragons, picking flowers, or stealing from shopkeepers when they aren't looking. With an ever-increasing archive, SkyrimBookClub.ca has got the story for you. Until next time, enjoy the book. Legend of the Ghost Snake by Benorian the Wanderer Observations on the Mabragash Tribe Observations on the Mabragash From the Journals of Benorian the Wanderer, 2nd Era, 568 In Deshaun, I encountered a strange tribe of dark elf Ashlanders. They call themselves Mabragash. Unlike their Vardenfell brethren, this tribe is not nomadic and appears to have settled in an isolated region of Deshaun, a location they call the Vale of the Ghost Snake. I believe they have concocted the story of the perilous ghost snake to discourage outsiders from lingering too long in their village. Although, frankly, their rudeness, which rivals that of any of the more civilized dark elves I have ever met, is more than enough to drive outsiders away. However, my curiosity about this isolated tribe steeled me against their attitude. I remained nearby for a time, watching them and recording my observations. Forthwith, here are my findings on the Mabragash. The Mabragash do not welcome visitors. The Mabragash appears to be a matriarchal society, and their females are definitely more dominant than males. They also seem to outnumber the males by a factor of three or four to one. I wouldn't say this society hates males, but they certainly don't trust them or like them very much, at least as far as I can tell. They claim a ghost snake gives them advice and watches over the veil. I believe they use this so-called ghost snake to scare visitors away and keep the village population in line. It appears they sacrificed their own tribe members to this mythical deity. The tribal elders encouraged trials to honor this ghost snake, and many of those end in the death of the participants. Here is the legend of the ghost snake, as it was told to me by a charming little lady of some six or seven years of age. She approached me with absolutely no fear or hesitation. She asked me why I was being so creepy and watching them all the time. At least, that was the gist of it. My understanding of the Mabragash dialect is rudimentary at best. I deflected her question with one of my own. What is this ghost snake I keep hearing about, I asked her. Follow the coiled path and you'll find out, she replied with a bat of her cute little eyelashes. The ghost snake offers advice and protection, as long as we care for the veil, she continued. Everybody knows that. She went on to tell me that the ghost snake was the combined spiritual essence of the tribe's female ancestors, given spectral form by the belief and respect of the living tribe members. Or that it was a creepy dead snake that liked to haunt the Vale and eat innocent Mabragash children. She spoke very fast, and as I've said before, my mastery of the dialect was far from perfect. From an economic perspective, the tribe crafts unique snakeskin leather. They use this leather for everything, from clothing to packs to a simple armor. They are, however, unwilling to sell or trade this wonderful material to outsiders, or even to the men of their own tribe. Everyone involved could make a fortune if the Mabragash could be convinced to open trade with the outside world. I met a Mabragash scout on patrol. She threatened to toss me to the ghosts and serpents on the coiled path. Fortunately, my speed and tree climbing skills far exceeded hers, so I was able to avoid this savage ceremonial rite. Additional observations lead me to the conclusion that the tribe subsists on a diet primarily consisting of snake meat. This may contribute to their uncontrollably hostile demeanor. After several days camping nearby and continuing my observations, a rather fearsome Mabragash warrior visited me. He said he was the Gullicon. He said the only reason they had not simply tossed me to the serpents within the Vale 
was that the farseer labeled me a hapless idiot. I am sure I missed something in the translation of the message. When I asked to meet with the farseer, this Golokhan's hand seemed to tighten on the hilt of the rather nasty-looking sword that hung at his side. It was then I decided that my time among the Mabragash tribe had come to an end. Annotation from Nuros Rolora, Tribunal Scholar-Priest, Mournhold, Second Era, 576. This utterly ludicrous observation was found abandoned near the border to Stone Falls some years ago. The Bosmer chronicler Benorian does not appear to have the wit of a five-year-old child when it comes to accurately recording unusual events or peoples. He resorts to making things up or taking wild leaps of illogic to come to his so-called conclusions. This document has been preserved within the tribunal library, and copies have been distributed, as he did at least conduct some conversations with the Mabragash, and information on this tribe remains scarce.